Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Better by 50. I am your host, Mike. I want to thank you all again for tuning in this week. And uh, we have a dual topic show that we're going to run through this week. Um, The first thing we're going to talk about is procrastination. Uh, The second thing we're going to talk about is non-scale victories, because I've started noticing those in my own journey, and I want to kind of point out the importance of those versus the number on the scale. Uh, so, as always, we're going to go ahead in and I'm going to give you the, the definition, as I always do, of procrastination. And it's very simple. The action of delaying or postponing something. I think every single person at some point in their life has procrastinated about something. Whether that something is work-related related to your personal life or related to your fitness journey. I think that each of us at one point has been a procrastinator. And procrastination when you are on a fitness journey can be detrimental to your progress and it can be detrimental to your mindset as you move through the different layers and levels of finding your stride, whether it be in your diet or in your exercise program. I was the biggest procrastinator in the world. I kept saying, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, And I never did it, you know, for the longest time. um, I worked out leading up to my wedding four years ago and I dropped weight. I got down to my lowest weight in as far back as I can remember. And that was still 290 pounds, but I was feeling better. I was feeling fit. I was able to do other things that I wasn't able to do before that. So when I got back from my wedding, I decided that, you know, I kind of stopped working out. You know, I've gotten that comfort zone and I procrastinated and I gained every single pound and then some that I had lost leading up to my wedding. Then uh, you all know the story from a previous show about my training and the reasons behind why I trained for a half marathon. Um, I couldn't procrastinate during that period because, again, I had that end goal. That end goal was to complete 13.1 miles um, in place of my wife, who wasn't able to complete that race. So what I found is that if I personally have a goal that I want to achieve, whether it is losing X amount of pounds before my wedding or running 13.1 miles at um, a half marathon, or currently uh, being healthier, looking at the long term, uh, looking at my family and wanting to be here for them every day for as long as I can be, whether that's 20 years, 30 years, 40, however many more years I have on this planet, I want to be healthy so that I can extend that number of years. So I was procrastinating after my race last November, almost a year ago. I was not doing anything. I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't really paying attention. And I ballooned up to my highest weight ever 
350.5 pounds. That's the highest I've ever gotten. Um, and we're going to go over my results over the last two weeks. I know I skipped a show last week, just life got in the way, but we're going to kind of give you an update on the last two weeks. So procrastinators or procrastination, you know, the there are four types of procrastinators in this world. We have the performer who says, I work well under pressure. You know, the biggest challenge for someone who um, is performer-based procrastinator is getting started on whatever the goal or project is. I look at it this way. You should flip the script. You should change your mindset to get out of this uh, I work better under pressure mentality. Um, Set a start date. You know, when you want to focus on where you're going or what the task is, um, not when you want it to end. Just set a start date. Um, you'll take a tremendous amount of pressure off yourself by doing that. And I think it lends to uh, moving forward um, in your journey um, and eliminates that level of procrastination or just letting thing letting days go by before um, you get the ball rolling. Don't wait till the last minute. Set a start date, whether it is for your employer, uh, an employment project, a work project, or whether it's for your health. Set a date that you are going to start. And there, that's a, for lack of a better term, that's a drop dead date. You will start on that day regardless of what the end date is in your mind. At least that way you, you've kind of got the ball rolling and you have started um, on your journey. The, the second type is the self-deprecator. So this is someone who says, I'm so lazy right now. Those individuals and uh, someone with that mentality... Uh, their biggest challenge is taking a break. We already know uh, what you're going to say. Um, you don't have time to rest. Or, you know, um, I just feel as though, you know, uh, I'm lethargic or, you know, uh, I don't want to move forward. So the solution for this is yeah definitely take time for yourself and recharge try taking a walk to give yourself space or even you know just getting out and moving whether it's a walk down the block for a mile or whether it's you know a walk around the office just getting up and moving in some cases will rebuild your energy and it will allow you to start um, moving forward and it will keep you from being or blaming your inaction on laziness or stubbornness uh, rather than, you know, admit you're tired. So that's kind of what this level of procrastinator does. Then there is what is called the overbooker. Someone who says, I'm so busy. Uh, You know, this person this type of person is busy with filling up their calendars they're often overwhelmed 
you know, they use the excuse, I'm so busy. Uh, but unfortunately, these people are really not all that busy. They're busy within their mind and what they see on their calendar. But they, um, their biggest challenge is they, they love creating chaos to kind of avoid facing what they know or what they need to face in that moment. Um, and nine times out of ten, it's typically not task-oriented, which is why they're procrastinating. So the solution for this type of procrastinator and, and getting past these obst- this type of obstacle in your mind is take that moment that you need and kind of be introspective. Look within yourself and ask yourself, what am I really avoiding? Truly ask yourself, because I believe that asking yourself this question and being 100% honest with yourself is going to allow you to set a start date, move beyond any barriers that you've placed in your way that are really just in your mind, not actually physical barriers. And then number four, we have what is called the novelty seeker. You know, I just had the best idea. I know we all know these type of people. And, you know, they're great at making decisions and taking action. However, they end up losing a lot of time, burning out, because they don't take consistent action um, in one direction long enough in order to see the result. And uh, the biggest challenge for this type of procrastinator is completing projects or completing goals that they have set. What you need to do to kind of solve this type of procrastination is make it stick. Write it down. We, you, know, I, I, you all know that I, I am a proponent of DDPY, Diamond Dallas Pages Yoga Program. And he has this saying... Don't think it, ink it. Um, and this is perfect for this type of procrastinator. You know, write it down. Write down ideas for projects. Write down goals um, on a sticky note. D- don't pursue them until you finish what you... Don't pursue anything else until you've actually finished what you set out to complete with that first note that you wrote down. So... These are the four types of procrastinators. And uh, what I would challenge you is to kind of look introspectively into yourself and find out what type of procrastinator you are. I will be 100% honest with you. In, In preparing for this episode, I sat back and I looked into myself And I said, self, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, But anyway, I I believe that I am the self-deprecator who says, I'm just so lazy right now. I don't want to do this. I'd rather sit on the couch and watch TV or I'd rather sit up in my bedroom and watch TV or I would just rather sit around and do nothing, whether wherever I am. But I, you know, made... Um, the decision 11 weeks ago to get my butt out of bed every morning to 
do a session of DDP yoga in the morning, to do a session of DDP yoga now, currently in the afternoon or evening, depending on my time um, schedule, and also um, eating healthy. So I set these book the, these these goals for myself, and realized that I had the time. I had the mindset and the capability of doing these things, but all that time I was just procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating. I started to believe that I couldn't do it. My knees hurt too much. My ankles hurt. My back hurt. Whatever my excuse was, those lent to the level of procrastination that I had been at. Um, until I actually had that aha moment, I guess you would say, and I got my butt out of bed and I set a plan. I paid, you know, for the annual subscription to DDP Yoga. I started eating healthier, started making my lunches. Yes, a lot of this can be contributed to the fact that there's nothing else to do right now in the United States because of the pandemic that we have going on. And that may be a big part of the reason why I have um, kind of changed my mindset. But nonetheless, I did it. And I'm going to continue doing it and, and setting challenges um, or small goals. And this goes back to some of the previous episodes that I, I talked about is where I, where I set those small goals, you know, and I write everything down and... I make it accessible. So when I'm feeling like I don't want to exercise or I'm feeling like I want to eat that chocolate cake or that cannoli or whatever junk food is in the house, the chips, the Cheez-Its, I I reflect back on the notes that I've made in my previous episodes and uh, for my accountability and my consistency and and you know, basically the pillars that I've kind of built better by 50 on. And it brings me back to the mindset that I'm doing the right thing and I don't want to get back in that role or that um, that sense of mind or, or peace of mind where I just get comfortable And I don't need to exercise and I don't need to eat healthy. And, you know, all this hard work that I've put in over the last 11 weeks just goes by the wayside. And then, you know, a couple months from now, I get on the scale and I weigh 360 pounds. Who knows? Uh, But I have chosen to keep from procrastinating um, and keep from being a procrastinator and putting it off till next week and putting it, what I can do today off till tomorrow or, um, you know, advancing to two workouts per day to eating three healthy meals and staying within my calories. I could easily slip back and forget about all the progress I've made and all the changes that I've made for the positive and easily, go back to feeling and doing the things that I was doing and feeling before. So I urge you to 
certainly look up, just search uh, procrastination or procrastinators. And I'm sure there are, I found plenty of articles out there. Um, The one that I used will be in the show bio at the end or the show write up because it helped me determine what type of procrastinator I was. And and I wanted to just kind of bring it up and, and put it to the forefront of your mind that we are all different people. We all struggle in different ways, and we can certainly all procrastinate at different levels and for different reasons. So I kind of wanted to just throw that out there um, as you know a, a topic this week. And I think that it's beneficial to everybody to kind of, like I said, to be introspective and determine what type of individual you are, whether it's um, procrastinating for personal reasons or professional reasons or health reasons. I mean, obviously, um, everybody has their own reasons, but can you look within yourself and get past those pieces or those issues um, in order to move forward on your journey, again, whether it's personal, professional, or um, a lifestyle and healthy uh, choice uh, journey, you know, to, um, as Diamond Dallas Page says, own your own life. So um, now we're going to kind of move into something that uh, Dallas Page talked about at the beginning of week 11 this week, and that was non-scale victories or non-scalable victories, as he calls them. Um, and I do have a definition for it. It's, it's rather long, so please bear with me. It says, non-scale victories are ways to measure progress aside from the, re- the reading that your scale gives you in the morning. After all, after all, your value as a person, your experiences, success, and the light you bring to the world can't be measured by this. And the way you feel about yourself shouldn't be either. So... I see everybody, and I'm the biggest the biggest um, culprit when it comes to this. Is I pull that scale out of the closet two or three times per week, and I get on it. And if on Tuesday I weigh less than I weighed on Saturday, which is my weigh-in date, I'm over the moon. But if on Thursday, if I pull the scale out and I weigh more. I'm depressed. I'm upset. It makes me not want to eat. It makes me want to go harder at my at the at the gym or in my workouts. And if I get to on there on Friday and there's no movement or I'm the same as I was the previous Saturday, you know, I get, you know, I look at it like the scale is my enemy. You know, I have to beat the scale every week. In many ways, this is true. I mean, obviously, obesity and being of a healthy weight is important. But there are also other victories, non-scale victories, that you can judge your performance by. And I'm just going to go through a few that I've seen from me lately. Big non-scale victory for me is my belt. I had lost weight before, gained it back. I had already put holes in my belt with, you know, a steak knife. Through my leather belt, I would drill a, you know, or with the drill, I would, I would make a new hole in my, 
in my belt. And this week, or actually the last couple of days, I've noticed that I am in that very last hole on my on my belt. So for me, 11 weeks ago, or even four or five weeks ago, there were still three belt belt holes or, or holes in the belt until I was at the end of the belt, till I had to make a new hole. So seeing that over the last few days has made me feel a lot better about myself. It's given me a level of confidence like, huh, okay, I don't really see the changes when I look at myself in the mirror. And as I've said, that's one of, we are our own worst critics. When we look in the mirror and and look at ourselves, we don't see the change that outsiders may see, whether it's a loved one or a friend or someone you don't know um, may see you differently than we see ourselves. But when our clothes start fitting more loosely, when the favorite t-shirt that used to fit a little bit snug is now loose or your shorts are baggier and your pants are baggier and you're pulling your belt tighter where you no longer have any holes and if you keep the progress going you're going to eventually need to put a new hole so that you can wear your belt or you have to go buy a new belt which is even a greater feeling that you actually have to go out and purchase a new belt because the other belt is just too too big for you. Um, then you have the physical pain, you know, that may be a non-scale victory for you. Like, for example, one of the biggest non-scale victories for me is I can bend over and put my hands flat on the floor. Four, five, six weeks ago, I, I could barely even put my fingertips on the floor. Four or five weeks ago, I could barely kneel on the floor without having jarring pain through my knees. Um, so the elimination of pain through a working out and through eating healthier and staying active is a non-scale victory to me because I was at the point in my life at age 47 where I would get out of bed and it would take me... 15, 20 minutes to just get the cricks and the creaks and the cracks out of my knees so that I was walking without pain. And the uh, elimination of the swelling that I had in my ankles is a non-scale victory and has helped me change my mindset and feel better about myself and this journey I'm on. So we, again, it's one of those things where we kind of have to look at ourselves and say, what are the things that we're noticing about ourselves that are not related to the scale? Although, as I said, the scale is important because we, we obviously want to be at healthy weights. We want to be at healthy BMIs. But the scale is not the be-all, end-all. You can have a week where your weight does not change. However... Your clothes are fitting differently. You're feeling more energetic. You are no longer lethargic. Uh, you are staying up later. You're enjoying friends. You know, you're, whatever you're doing differently is related to the output that you are 
doing each and every day in order to better yourself. The eating healthier, the um, going to the gym, the running, the, the yoga, whatever your, whatever your medicine, so to speak, is for uh, moving forward in your journey is what is creating these non-scale victories. So I, again, this week I challenge you, and I would love to hear from all of you um, about non-scale victories that you had this week. Because, uh, again, you know, the scale, it's important. But I think for our overall psyche and our overall well-being, that non-scale victories are a little bit more important because those are the things that are going to boost your self-esteem. They're going to boost your confidence in the way that you're feeling. And, uh, you know, you may agree with me, you may disagree with me, but this is how I honestly feel. For example, for me this week, knowing that I am in the last hole when I try when I cinch up my belt was so freaking amazing that I was kind of speechless when when I noticed it later earlier this week and so again I challenge you to to cherish those non-scale victories versus the maybe gaining half a pound or, you know, um, uh, you know, staying the same weight. Cherish those little victories outside of the scale uh, because those are what ultimately are going to continue to motivate and drive you uh, through and pat to your goals and past them. So I certainly uh, would recommend, you know, even jotting them down and remembering you know, non-scale victories as a big part of how we um, feel good about ourselves in the long run. So um, that's, you know, that's procrastination. Uh, my take on procrastination and the four different types of procrastinators and then um, non-scale victories and the importance of those victories and, and those little... Um, elements in our weight loss journey so uh, i have two weights for you because i I, you know i did not um have a show last week so um as i said earlier in the show i got i was started out with my weight my heaviest weight that i've ever been at 350.5 pounds last saturday so a week ago yesterday i weighed in at 317.9 pounds Currently, um, I weigh 318.4 pounds as of, um, as of this morning. I weighed in this morning. And so I gained a half a pound from last week. Um, I kind of expected it because last Saturday I had some friends over and I had a few beers and, you know, with a bloat from that. And it took, a, it's taken about a week for me to get back to normal, but, um, I hit, so total, since I've started the program, uh, since I started eating healthier and exercising, I've lost 32.1 pounds. 
And if you're a regular listener to the show, you know that I set small incremental goals of short-term goals of 15 pounds. So I've completed my second short-term goal of hitting 30 pounds, and I'm on my way to now my short-term goal number three, which is 45 pounds, uh, you know, 2.1 pounds in that direction. And I continue to see and feel a lot better. Um, I, I still don't see the improvements when I look in the scale, but that's my own personal issue that I have to get through. Um, so we are now, you know, um, workout. Um, I, I'm not going to bore you with all the macros and everything this week because, um, you know, I still haven't dialed those in. I'm still eating about 1500 calories per day. I'm not going much over that, maybe 1650 in that range. Uh, but this week I did five days of two, uh, sessions of Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. Uh, that's my primary workout program. Um, and so, uh, and we are now starting week 11, or I'm starting week 11 on my first program with Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. And I have to tell you, the weekly videos and the information that he gives you during those little four to five minute clips at the beginning of every week are so inspirational and so unbelievably motivating and helpful for me in addition to motivational monday where every monday you get a um, you know if you're on the app or you follow on also levels of social media his motivational monday which is by far one of my favorite things that i look forward to with this program so um, so yeah, I mean, it's been a good two weeks since the last 80, uh, since the last better by 50 show. Um, again, you know, I had that, uh, that feeling of, oh, wow, I went up a half a pound this week, but then I sat back and I thought, as I said, I, I had that major non-scale victory this week with the way my belt is cinched up and, and that I'm in that last hole. So for me, it, this week was a win. May not have been a win on the scale, but it was a win in my mind and it was a win in my attitude and how I'm feeling emotionally and the confidence that this has given me. So I certainly am looking forward to next week. Hopefully, you know, hopefully the scale is a little bit more friendly next week and hopefully I see some more of those non-scale victories. I can tell you that you know, I was wearing a 3X t-shirt. Now I'm wearing a 2X and they're they're starting to get a little bit baggy. I feel that my muscles are firming up. So those are small non-scale victories. So I'm excited for the next three weeks of uh, my exercise program because I'll be finishing up my first full 13-week program um, on DDP Yoga. And I plan to go to the next level and work the beginner program and, and go from there. Um, so again, just, uh, I, I'm going to challenge you to, um, step back, look at, and, and try and figure out, um, what type of procrastinator you are and, uh, focus on 
the non-scale victories. I'm just going to end uh, with this quote that I saw. It was, I think, a meme. It says, health is not about the weight you lose, but about the life you gain. So remember, uh, the work that you put in is certainly um, uh, more about the number on the scale. It's about the, the life that you gain um, as you take this uh, journey. And, you know, I, I just want to, again, thank everybody for listening. And, and please make sure you just head over to uh, Apple Podcasts. It's a little purple icon and drop a five-star rating. It, it doesn't matter what you say. Hell, you can even just tell them I told you to write something. Um, but please, uh, if you enjoy the show, please leave a comment or a, um, a rating. I, I would appreciate that. So, Again, that concludes this week's show. Uh, remember, we're all on individual journeys, but we are not in not in this alone. Until next time, I'm your host, Mike. Uh, remember to tackle every day head on, and you'll truly be better by 50. Mm-hmm.